is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I am Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. This is podcast number 193. I decided I learned my lesson. Uh, I'm not going to ask how they're doing. We really don't get any feedback. I don't mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. This We're is just going to wonder how they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> well, I am actually wondering how you're doing. Above that, I'm actually hoping, hoping that you're doing quite well. Um, and since you're listening to the podcast, well, we, you know, we know you're doing quite well. As always, there's a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is, if you are on WordPress, be sure to install the right plugins to help you with your SEO. Yeah, definitely. WordPress gives us plenty of tools, plenty of options when building and managing your site. Some of those options uh, go by plugins, and they work well with um, with SEO. Um, I will say this, SEO Ultimate, um, definitely in Yoast um, SEO. Um, and even um, all what is um, all above, we should stop kind of we stop using that one. So SEO Ultimate and Yoast, um, those are my preferences. That we use those internally, and they work well. So so definitely make sure you're using the right plugins. Please remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers. Yes. Where our mantra is: Don't be a douche. Uh, what else do we have? If you are in a position to, if you have the capability, if you have the technologies, please would you please tweet now? What should they tweet? You should tweet hashtag SEO Podcast 193. Be sure to tag us in it at eWebStyle. That way we can link up, follow you back, and, and do all of that social networking stuff. Uh, you can do us a small favor. There's uh, two small favors that you can do. The first has three steps. Go onto iTunes, make an account, write a review. Uh, if you get good good uh, information from our podcast, please do that. When you write a review, go ahead and email us, podcast at e-webstyle.com. And let us know that you wrote a review, and we'll give you a punch in the face. I think we've got a couple punches in the face. we got some punches. Today. Uh, the other thing that you could do, item number two on the list, doesn't have three things. It's write us a G-plus review. Uh, if you have a Gmail account, you have a G-plus account, whether you know it or not, you mm-hmm. probably need to... Click three screens saying, yes, okay, that's how it works. Great. Thank you. Let me in. And <laughs> then you can go to our page, uh, and there's you know, the, the, I think four different ways. Yeah. There's uh, four simple ways to get there, and it's e-webstyle.com slash Google Plus or G Plus or G Plus spelled out or um, what was the last one? Google Plus. Or Google spelled Plus spelled out. Yeah. Symbol plus with the symbol or plus yeah. spelled out. So any one of those, eWebStar.com slash G plus or G plus spelled out or Google plus or Google plus spelled out and um, takes you right to our Google plus page. Leave us a review. Yeah, it's been a while since anyone's written a review on there. So we would, uh, we'd give you like an extra double punch, punch in the in face. Punch in the face slash from, sprinkle some link juice on you maybe. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, some link dust. <laughs> Ooh, the link dust fairy's been around. Um, link fairy dust. You just need a sound for that, like, yeah. we, well, we got the Google monster. Arr, or pirate. pirate. <laughs> um, we have a referral program. If you have a client that wants SEO, you don't want to do it for them, send them to us. Uh, we'll work directly with them, keep you in the loop, and you can get compensated for that. You can get paid. Uh, we've got some cool stuff. Actually, this is pretty interesting. One of our content developers came up with this. I thought this was really cool. <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's, it's literally written on a napkin. Uh, napkin. High-quality product, experts in SEO, always, always available, available, reliable. When you talk, we, we hear. H-E-A-R. High-quality product, experts, experts in SEO, always available, really, oh, reliable. reliable. Really reliable. 
That's what I just up. thought that was cool, sure. Yeah, shout out to A. Hughes. Yeah, good job. Punch in the face. Punch in the face to A. Hughes. We have a review from España. Best content and biggest smiles in iTunes. Ooh, love that. This is Danielle Victoria Garcia. The content of this podcast is very good. They talk about news, but also about internet marketing fun findings. Uh, best of all, with a healthy hint of humor that helps dealing with the day-to-day healthy boring hint stuff. of humor that helps. Yeah. Right, I'm with you. I've never added a review for timing reasons, but these two guys do are, are, are really worth it. Oh, that's uh, what's wow. up. What's the name? Mr. Daniel Garcia. Man, punch, punch in the face in the to face, you, boom. Daniel Garcia. Thank boom. you for tuning in. Most people who tune in tend to either work on a website, work for an agency, or somehow in, involved in the marketing, the online marketing of that site. Curious to know what you're working on. Why are you tuning in? What are you learning? So um, um, hit us up, podcast at e-webstar.com, and um, let us know what you're working on. And do you know if there's anything different that we're talking about that is slightly different because you're over there in Spain, um, let us know. Yeah, I mean, definitely. We, we wouldn't think much other than the language. <laughs> um, and, you know, let us know. So it's un fuerte, how do you say punch? Fuerte, Yeah, I, I have no clue. Chocar. That's to hit something, like your car, you chocar, when you chocar, you just hit your car. I don't yeah. know if that works for punch, though. Um, all right. This is uh, from, uh, from our Facebook. By the way, you can send us information as well and interact with us. There's a number of ways to do that. Facebook.com slash Twitter.com slash YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. And again, you can email us at podcast at e-webstyle.com. This one is from our Facebook page, Mark Phantom. Hey, guys, I want to become an SEO guru. Do you have any suggestions for learning material? Can I read this? This sounds Watch our podcast. Um, that's the best thing to do because, um, Frank, and I'll be honest, especially since somebody's already reviewed us and commented about this, a lot of the information that's out there, like our frequent SEO mods also use their platform. Uh, but there's search engine journal, search engine land. All of these resources provide excellent information about SEO. And what I do is review these frequently, like weekly, daily, and then compile that information and present what we feel is the best information to you guys. So um, if you don't want to do that, then just watch the podcast or listen to the podcast. If you want to read it for yourself, we'll post those links on Facebook or you can go look at them yourself. And uh, so we're kind of the cliff notes of SEO news. <laughs> That's how it is. I like that. I actually like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool Because it's a lot of news out yeah. there all the time, not including the news we publish ourselves and everybody else is publishing. Um, yeah, we, we kind of break that down for you. A lot of stuff. Uh, in the news, the Galaxy S4 outs the iPhone 5 in camera test, according to somebody. I, you know, I like Galaxies. They're good. Yeah. And SAP, you know, so that's the, the corporate enterprise level software. SAP, mm-hmm. um, is, is planning on hiring autistic employees. Okay. And the logic is that, uh, that typically people with autism may lack interpersonal skills. They're extremely intelligent. And an extremely intelligent and a, and a, a unique ability to stay incredibly focused <laughs> for things like looking at data. So there you go. Think Rain, think Rain Man working for SAP, <laughs> and you're in good shape. Yeah, definitely. All right, that's all I got. That is the the potatoes of our podcast. It is now time to get to the meat. Okay, so uh, we got. Uh, we'll get to the meat right here. We want to talk PPC. Last week we talked about well, last podcast on 192. We talked about SEO and WordPress. So um, let's stick to our online marketing theme, but let's switch gears to pay per click. 
spent a lot of time in pay-per-click, came across this article on Search Engine Journal uh, posted by Chris Kent, 10 Golden Rules of AdWords. This this article immediately, oh, yeah. immediately captured my attention. So, so, so punch in the face to you, Chris, for the title. Um, but more importantly, like ten mediocre rules of AdWords were, uh, were one of the title considerations. I probably still would have clicked it, <laughs> frankly. It would mainly be AdWords ten, and then AdWords is what like, popped yeah. out because I'm in AdWords daily. And I actually agreed with some of his ten. One of them uh, a little iffy, but you know we'll go through them. So number one, I totally agree with: always install conversion tracking. Anytime you're doing paid ads or marketing, period, whether it's through AdWords, whether it's social. Whether whatever form of marketing you're doing, if you can track your conversion, then definitely set it up. Um, AdWords makes it extremely easy. Um, whether you're tracking a, a thank you page or sale or, or purchase or, or download or, or a subscription or whatever it is, um, AdWords makes it extremely easy to set that up. More importantly, it's like one click and it'll automatically sync with Google Analytics as well. And so then you can access that conversion data in both platforms. So Definitely make sure you always set up conversion tracking. Uh, we'll actually take it a step further, and depending on the conversion, there may be five or six different methods of that conversion. A registration could be a conversion. Well, you may want to track all of those, the registration, the download, the sale, the, <laughs> the subscription. Yeah, yeah, you may want to track all of those. Give them all a different title and definitely track them all, especially if you're paying for that traffic. Um, number two, never send PPC traffic to your homepage. Hmm. I think this. It depends. The concept is right. The concept is definitely never right. Never is the wrong word. Because you, never is the wrong word. Exactly. Because the way your site is built, you tend to have pages focused on the specific action. And so, if for example, if your action is to get someone to uh, subscribe to a, a, a newsletter, and you have a page about your newsletter on your site, then your paid campaign shouldn't take people to the home page. It should take people to that newsletter subscription page. Um, however, if your site is designed well enough and your homepage converts because you have all of your CTAs and converting elements on the homepage, USPs, and, and things of that nature, because the homepage is usually designed the best, um, then I think it's okay. Especially, especially if you're in a in a very niche um, industry. Dump truck. Yeah, you're in a very niche industry, so if they get to your homepage, then they're likely the information they're looking for is going to be relevant and, homepage, and it's yeah. going to be there. Then land them on the homepage. I'm the dump truck. Yeah. Like the guy, a client I was talking to this week, or a potential client I was talking to this week, he's a dump truck. He owns a fleet of dump trucks. And, and they you know, move dirt. They move dirt. And, you know, I was I was on the phone with him. I'm like, you know, you you, you just need your phone number. Yeah. He, his phone number was kind of hidden. You just, you, your, your website needs to confirm that you do, in fact, move dirt. You don't need to pontificate about the best way to move dirt. Yeah, because dirt. cares how you move dirt. You don't need to talk about the speed at which you can move the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you just need their phone number. So they yeah. call you and ask you to move, move the, the dirt. dirt. Definitely. <laughs> so, so, so in regards to sending PPC traffic to your homepage, that will take that on a case-by-case -case, uh, basis. I will say that if you have internal pages that are more focused on the product that you're marketing, make sure you land those ads yeah. on those pages. No doubt. Um, which is, let me take this time to say, one of the things we do here is try to make sure that all of the pages convert. So whether it's the home page, whether it's a sub page, even that sub page will have the right CTAs, it will have the right phone numbers, forms will be visible, um, because no matter which page you land on, we want you to be able to uh, convert if we can.
Number three, never bid more than your conversion rate. Now this one was interesting. I had never really looked at it from, from, from an analytical perspective in regards to the numbers. My, my logic was always, which is kind of similar. He just, he just added uh, an analogy, not an analogy. Um, he added uh, an equation to it. And so, for example, I, my logic was, I know how much your average value per client is, and I know how much your paid budget is. And so that in itself helps me to dictate and determine how much I should bid on the specific key phrase. He actually gave a value. He says, um, and, and, I'll, and I'll explain it. He says, um, don't bid, don't, but don't bid more on a certain key phrase than you should. For example, um, if you have a landing page that converts at 2% and the average customer is worth about 100 bucks of profit and you plan on profiting at least a 10% profit margin, then you shouldn't bid more than $1.80 for that particular key phrase. So to give some easy numbers, let's say let's say your 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 uh, conversion rate is two percent, and using his same number, it's a hundred bucks, okay. And so you converting two percent of those, that's roughly two dollars, right? So you shouldn't bid more than two dollars for that specific phrase because if you're bidding more than two dollars, then you're probably, probably not profiting yeah. as much as you could. Important note, and it's and it is listed there: lifetime value of the customer. Lifetime value. So, yeah. so we were running a, a campaign for a candle manufacturer. You know, an individual sale may be worth a profit of a dollar fifty or two bucks, mm -hmm. and we would we were willing to run that campaign at a break even or a slight loss because people who bought candles from them will buy again. again so I may again. be losing money this month, but that person, I don't have to pay to get that person back next month. And so the, the actual value of that client is the lifetime value. Yeah, look at the lifetime value. If, if, if you know your product is a re repeat business sort of product where they have to come back and get it again, like printer ink and things of that nature, okay. then, uh, yeah. <laughs> then definitely keep that in mind. Um, but but pretty good value. At the end of the day, he's basically saying, you know, don't don't outspend. You know, what you don't want to do is spend a lot of money on paid traffic, get a lot of ads, come a lot of traffic coming in, and they convert and purchase. But you're still not making money because you're you're out you're overbidding. So so don't do that. One other problem with that equation on day one, you do not know your conversion rate. <laughs> exactly, you it's, can't it's, know your conversion rate. So, mm -hmm. so the question then becomes: Do is one month enough to help me define my conversion rate? Yeah, we recommend ninety days. Yeah, you know that's the smallest amount of uh, contract time for for a PPC campaign, and that's because it's going to take the first thirty days just to get your words in, make sure we're bidding on the right terms. It's going to take month two to tweak that, make sure you're actually getting some ROI, and month three for us to kind of tailor it some more and constantly prune and tweak it. By then, you will have made some money, and um, at that point, it's time to either up the budget or make some adjustments. And so, so yeah, if you won't know when you first start off, give dedicate some time, which is not on the list, but, but dedicate some time to your AdWords. Understand that it's going to take you probably three months to figure it all out. So goes back to our old saying, do not throw money against the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah. Go after it with a plan. Definitely. Um, number four, always separate display and search. This is key. For anybody who's working in AdWords and you're setting up campaigns, you can set up search campaigns, right? So this is, you know, um, uh, search engine results page. Or you can set up display campaigns where you may be running remarketing or banner ads and things like that. Um, you have the option, and Google should frankly just remove that option, but you have the option to run those in the same campaign. Um, his recommendation is to separate them. 
my recommendation is also to separate them. Reason being, you have more control over the budget, you have more control over the keywords, and, and look at it like this here. From a search, it's, it's strictly keyword focused, right? You choose the keyword, you bid on it, you pay when they click. From a display, it's more, it's more themed. Your words will, based on the keyword you choose, um, your ads may or may not show, and you don't necessarily get charged uh, per click for each one. It's more about impressions and things like that. So, so definitely keep those separate. Yeah. Um, don't don't run them at the same time. Um, you may even want to. It's easier to track conversions that way. <laughs> um, number five, uh, extensions are your friends. Boo. He's right, and it sucks. Yeah. Because um, Google wants you to add more extensions, you know, like um, your phone number or your address or things like that. The problem I have with extensions, well, mainly just one, and that's the phone number extension, is because Google is changing it, and they're going to force us to use Google Voice. And so anybody like myself who's doing call tracking and you have your own block of numbers you have access to and things like that, this kind of throws it out the window. And so it sucks, but is necessary. If you can, use that extension. Um, it is proven. It increases your click-throughs and frankly, if your phone number is there, they may not even click. May not they may just call, yeah. which is why Google is forcing you to use Google Voice because they just may call. So, well, and Google wants to know that pro probably the reason they're forcing Google Voice is so that they know how many, how many dollars they're losing. Mm -hmm. By people not oh, clicking. So will they charge if a call happens? I believe so, that's because then. that's the <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant and it sucks all at the same time. So yeah, that was number five. Number six, negative keywords are your friends. I couldn't agree more. Um, negative keywords are your friends. It's worth saying twice. Uh, make sure that when you are um, uh, managing this PPC campaign that you take advantage of negative keywords. Negative keywords are those words you don't want to show up for. So if you are, uh, I don't know, selling... Selling FYI cell phones. Is the best example. FYI. Yeah. Well, FYI is a good negative word. Free is a good negative word. DIY, do it yourself. How to. These all come from my default list of uh, negatives that I give every client. Um, and then, but the more you pay attention to a campaign, then the more you will learn about terms that you should add. For example, if you're selling cell phones, um, you may not want to show for, let's say, uh, mobile device. Or cell phone tower. Or tower or something like that <laughs> because then you may start ranking for like tablets and things like that and, and spending your money and that's not what you sell. And so, you know, definitely monitor your keyword detail of all keyword detail in AdWords to see what you're showing up for and add negatives. Um, <laughs> I like this one. At least log into your account once a day. At least log in once a day. Look, I log in daily. Luckily, I'm using my client center so I can see everybody at once. But log in, make sure everything's spending, nothing looks out of whack and wonky. Uh, make sure that, that your budget's there, frankly, that you are getting clicks. Because if you don't log in, then you don't know. And if you at least log in once a day and look at it, then you can quickly tell when you need to make adjustments. Now, of course, plan to make adjustments anyway. But log in at least once, even if you didn't plan on making adjustments that day, just to make sure everything's running smoothly. Um, number eight, and we're almost done. Your ad should always have a call to action. Duh. You know, <laughs> this uh -huh. is an ad. <laughs> you, want, you want people to call you. So so make sure you have a call to action in your ad. That, that goes without saying. 
I will say this, since we're talking AdWords and Google gives you that flexibility, be creative with your call to action. Take advantage of uh, keyword insertion and things like that. And then, um, and, and, and that way your ad can uh, be more prominent and have a, a higher click-through. Um, number nine, set ROI goals. Right, so we talked about conversion tracking earlier. So part of that is, is understanding how much money you should be making based on whatever your ad is or whatever your product is, whatever you're marketing. Set those sort of goals. So you know if you got 10 clicks and, and five of them actually turned into business, how much money should you have made? Right, that's a great goal to know. And if you did make that, then you can know how. If you didn't, you can also backtrack and figure out what happened. So definitely set ROI goals. Um, last but not least, number 10, test, test, test. <laughs> after you set all this up, after you get your goals and your conversion tracking, you've added your negatives, you've logged in every day, um, you got your phone number, you're using extensions. After you've done all this, you've separated, you know, display from search, now test it. <laughs> and then test it again. Yep. And then rinse and repeat and test it again. Yep. And constantly test it. You have running A and B ads, for example. If A ad's working better than B ad, stop using B ad. Use A ad and create variations of A ad and start testing all over again. And and keep continue to test because that's the only way you can constantly improve your campaign. Boom! There goes the meat. That was delicious. Yeah. Got got got. I'll go. Cataclysm oh. and blank stare. Oh man, we missed it in the beginning. I forgot to ask. So uh, this is our segment. It's called the <laughs> Algorithm Cataclysm. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that looks awesome. I, 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 I can't help but compliment. That's the yeah, thing. That's so, so on May 22nd, 2013, it's like the other day, Google released Penguin 2.0. That's so, what our listener got hit by. Mm -hmm. what, so, yeah, tell that me. was the other day. So Penguin 2.0, similar to the first Penguin, was targeting links and spam. But more importantly, 2.0 had a focus on, um, on um, sites that sell links that offer pay drink. And so I was like, okay, they're they trying to really hone in on the people buying and selling links and swapping links and this and that. Then I got to thinking, well... The only reason people sell links is because they give pay drinks. So why create an algorithm that targets that? Instead, just target them. <laughs> because it's, it's, that's the only reason to sell a link. Right. It's because it pays its pay drink. I can't think of anyone selling links that don't. Why would you buy a link that didn't, <laughs> that didn't have any link juice? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, Penguin 2.0 is targeting those. And so if, if that's a practice you're participating in, you know, buying links and doing all this here, you probably um, saw some changes that you didn't if like. You probably, if you didn't, you will. <laughs> you know, so, because so, I'm pretty sure, just like the first algorithm updates, they just released it. It'll probably be a data refresh coming in the next few weeks, and that'll likely be, <laughs> pen, you know, Penguin 2.1 or something. And so, um, yeah, don't, don't buy links is what it boils down to. Don't buy links. Do not buy links. Yeah. Period. Period. What else we got? Blank stare. Blank stare. We got two blank stairs. Yeah, this is all the way blank. Yeah. This first blank goes to goes to um, to Yahoo, right? You know, they so they spent two billion on Tumblr. Yeah, and they're gonna keep the porn problem. So how's that fit in with the Yahoo brand? That, yeah, I, I don't know. And I like, <laughs> I almost like Ms. Mayor's uh, response. So they, you know, everybody knows the big pink elephant in the room is that Tumblr has a porn issue, and so she got on there. She says, well. Our plan is to 
is to not change <laughs> Tumblr's primary usage. <laughs> Which happens to be porn. <laughs> Which just happens to be porn. Okay, so, so yeah, blank state of you guys. Like, I, I just don't know if that's a good move. Um, I understand purchasing the usership and all of those people, uh, but nobody's... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it was worth two million. Like that was more than Flickr. That was more than oh, yeah. um, Overture. Like all the other things they bought, they spend more for Tumblr. Good luck with that. Side. Yeah. <laughs> and the <laughs> second one goes to Google. Google Plus. Dude, have you logged into the Plus recently? So they, they re- it, it looks like Pinterest. Uh, really? <laughs> Pinterest Plus. Pinterest Plus. <laughs> 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 that was that plus. <laughs> yeah. So come on, Google. Now I will say, looks it nice. actually looks yeah. okay. As a matter of fact, it looks better than Pinterest. Does. Yeah. But still, though, it looks like Pinterest. Well, today's blank stare news maybe tomorrow's. Wow, that was a good decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be, but it still looks like Pinterest. <laughs> it's still a copycat. Yeah. So that was it, man. All right, well, you have been listening to uh, podcast number 193, the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. We are titled in, again, the SEO podcast, Under the Secrets of Internet Marketing. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl. Oh,